No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday night, Daily Boogie Podcast, let's go! Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on the Friday night, special Friday night edition. Well, it's not so special if we're doing it every Friday for the last couple of weeks, but whatever, just pretend. Thank you for joining us. Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've had a lovely week because I fucking certainly have. So much to get through tonight. I'm going to throw out all the rules. Absolute pleasure to be with you. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about your week, then you can do so. Right, follow me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. If you'd like to leave a tip tonight, the preferred method, the best way to do it would be to head to dlive.tv slash Boogie Bumper, get some of those sweet, succulent little lemons and leave those soury little suckers in my fruit bowl. Or you can go to the link down below, streamlabs.com slash Boogie Bumper. First of all, thank you, Dayton, Ohio Show, for the Ninja Genie during the intro. Holy shit! Thank you for dropping the Genie on us. Thank you so much. And thank you, Gary Vance, for the diamond. He says he'll catch the replay. He's got to fucking sleep, man. You get your sleep in, sir. It's a Friday night chill stream. Like I said on Wednesday, it's been a pretty heavy week. We've done some pretty serious topics. We've been chewing through the serious stuff. So I, I, I have a whole bunch of shit that I've just been collecting in the archive. And I thought, you know what? We'll come back on Friday. We'll, we'll go through some of these extra things that I've got. Have a little more fun. Have a little chill. <laughs> don't tell us about the fruit bowl. You don't want to know about the fruit bowl? Fruit bowl's sensational. So we'll come in. We'll have a nice little relaxo stream. Have some fun. Have some whimsy. Have some laughs. Have a couple of drinks. Uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's recommended drink. Cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack. Bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast on DLive. Just before I went live, uh, Amberlina, who's one of the OG boogers shared this story on Twitter. So I thought we'll get this kind of thing out of the way early. <laughs> I have to show you. <coughs> Pardon me. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. Senate votes to allow FBI to look at your web browsing history without a warrant. Yeah. Got to catch me to some of them criminals, huh? You sick of winning yet? <laughs> you know, I think the plan all along has been to uh, return to a state of privacy and freedom for the average person. Pay no attention to what's actually happening in the Senate and other places. It's all just bullshit. He's just tried to own the libs. The government just got even more powerful, uh, more power to spy on your internet habits as millions remained quarantined at home. But we're saving lives, guys. Winning TV with the diamond. We're saving lives. <laughs> Don't forget, we're saving everybody's life. Shut up. Stop 
Don't you dare resist. We're saving lives, you disgusting, selfish person. We need to look at your Google history. This will save lives. The US Senate, which, a quick reminder, is controlled by the Republicans, has voted to give law enforcement agencies access to web browsing data without a warrant, dramatically expanding the government's surveillance powers in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. The power grab was led by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell as part of the reauthorization of the Patriot Act. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Because <laughs> you never know. You never know when. You never know when them terrorists are gonna pop up. Our enemies are fearless. Our enemies are fearless, and so are we. Our enemies will stop at nothing to destroy our way of life, and neither will we. Which gives federal agencies broad domestic surveillance powers. Uh, Senators Ron Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon, I think, uh, Steve Daines, a Republican from Montana, attempted to remove the expanded powers from the bill with a bipartisan amendment, but in a shock upset, the privacy-preserving amendment fell short by a single vote after several senators who would have voted yes failed to show up to the session. <laughs> Don't blame me. I wasn't even there. <laughs> if you were thinking of contacting your particular senator and saying, expressing your displeasure at something like this, that they would allow something like this to go through the highest levels of the most powerful government on planet Earth, if you were thinking about writing, you know, a firm letter and saying, Mr. Senator, how could you do this? Just remember, hey, I don't know why, I don't know why you're getting so upset at me, boy. I wasn't even in there. <laughs> I wasn't even in the goddamn room. You can't blame me. <laughs> the Patriot Act should be repealed in its entirety, set on fire and buried in the ground. Evan Greer, the deputy director of Fight for the Future, told Motherboard, it's one of the worst laws passed in the last century, and there is zero evidence that the mass surveillance programs it enables have ever saved a single human life. It's about saving lives, goddammit. Exactly. Winning TV. Come on, it's the Patriot Act. Are you not a patriot? Are you some you must be one of these communist terrorists I've heard so much about. Today, the Senate made it clear the purpose of the Patriot Act is to spy on Americans, no warrants or due process necessary. Dayton Young, director of product at Fight for the Future, told Motherboard, any lawmaker who votes to reauthorize the Patriot Act is voting against our consti uh, constitutionally protected freedoms, and there's nothing patriotic about that. But that's exactly what a terrorist would say, don't you think? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Senate votes to allow the FBI to look at your web browsing history without a warrant. This is why I've been saying for a long time. And OG listeners to this show will remember. You should always have at least two tabs open on your web browser at all times. The first one being uh, how to bake a Christian cake. The second one being hot tranny porn. If you have those two browsers, if you have those two web pages open at all times and just keep refreshing them, throw them off the scent. Have Bible verses and Quranic verses open at all times. Have something wholesome and something degenerate. Because if they're going to track you, at least make it tougher. At least make it a little harder for them to pigeonhole you and figure out what kind of a person you are. So how to bake a Christian cake, number one. Hot tranny porn, tab number two. 
sick of winning yet? Isn't that, isn't that grand? Isn't that fun? Here we were trying to have a nice Friday night chill stream. Senate had to go and do that. And the best part is most of the people who would have voted against it apparently didn't even bother showing up for the vote. <laughs> Too busy. Too busy. Uh, quick reminder, a lot of people have been buying the shirts. Thanks so much for getting in touch. Thank you for picking up a shirt. If you want to pick up a shirt, teespring.com slash stores slash boogie bumper. There's some shirts. There's a sticker. Uh, we've got the yoga pants. Get some boogie on your booty. Very basic product. If I'm gonna do if I'm gonna do anything in a t-shirt kind of stuff, uh, a t-shirt or sweaters or hoodies or whatever, it's always gonna be black. Just to let you know. So there you have it. Teespring.com/store/boogiebumper. So a lot of people in Milan shirts. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, let's let's jump to this item here. It's Friday. Come on, let's loosen up. Let's get that bad news out of our system. Ugh. Ickiness. Here's a fun one for you. <laughs> ben Gay Veritas with the diamond says, currently Googling how to pigeonhole scatterbrain. Well, good for you, sir. Good for you. For the rest of society, here's an inspirational story. I came across this yesterday. We were talking about how human beings are acting a little like sheep, or at least we're being trained like animals. Stand on the cross and you'll get your food. Stand in a line. Walk in this door. Walk out that door. Follow the arrows on the floor. You'll go outside when we say so. You'll go to work when we say so. This is You're allowed to go on holidays here. You're not allowed to go on holidays there. Regulating your existence down to the nth degree. Now, I know a lot of you who are probably a little independent, maybe more freedom-minded, orientated, right? You may have a little problem with this. This may not work well for you. But I'm here to bring you this inspirational story from the good people of the BBC. Maybe we can all learn something from Pickles the Sheep. Let's have a look. When we saw her across the dam on Good Friday, we thought, what is that? It is massive. She spent seven years alone, lost in the in Tasmanian bush. In 2013, there was a huge bushfire and all the fences on our farm were burnt. And so we had to rebuild them. And we believed that Prickles was trapped in a bush block at the back of our farm then. We didn't know Prickles oh, existed. Prickles. We- Prickles a sheep. Ah, oh. oh, Prickles. Isn't isn't it cute? I don't know if it's a he or a she. Oh, look at the little sheepy. Don't worry, it gets better. We had an inkling because we set up some nighttime cameras to see if we had any deer. Yeah. And one night we saw this huge, huge ball, fluffy huge thing ball. come and peer into the lens. So we had a feeling there was some creature out there. There's creatures everywhere, babe. This is an inspirational isolation story. This is how sheep does ISO. You can learn something about, you can learn something from the sheep here was actually my son Barkley's sixth birthday and because we're in isolation, we couldn't have a birthday party. So Aww. we went up to the back of our farm to have a barbecue. Yeah. And then it was there that we saw across the dam this huge sheep. Huge sheep. Alice's husband caught the enormous sheep. He was just clutching this gigantic sheep. She was upside down. Her wool is so thick. She wasn't very happy about it, but because she's in tremendous condition. Cabaret in the chat. It's clearly a coyote in an Acme costume. Well done. 
catching the roadrunner. Very strong. And so it actually took five adults to get it into the back of a ute to bring it back to the farmyard. Thick sheep. Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. Follow Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. I'll be joining the great Joy of Pessy on Joy of Pessy's channel tonight at midnight on the dot. Midnight. Be there or kindly be square. Joy of Pessy and the Joy Boys with a little bit of higher learning. We're going to be talking about mind-fucking people. We're all going to learn how to mind-fuck each other. It's going to be orgasmic. So join us midnight tonight. Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. She's doing wonderfully. You can probably see She's her doing in the great. background somewhere. She's doing great, guys. She uh, is surrounded by a little herd of sheep. Yep. She's going to be staying in our retirement paddock for the rest of her life. So Aww. she's uh, she's going to spend her days in a happy place. That's nice for Prickles. Oh, we're doing a special short film after the Mindfuck movie. That'll be fun. Can't wait. Okay. We were talking about how... Now, here we- now here's the rub. This is when memes meet reality. I I think the way I found this was like, you know, when you open a tab and sometimes the video starts playing in the background and you couldn't, you can't find the tab. I have so many fucking tabs open on this computer at all times. It took me like a minute or two to find this tab that was playing the audio in the background. I'm like, where, which one of you is playing this? Where is this coming from? And then by the time I found it, it was exactly at this point. Because... <laughs> Because, of course, this comes from the BBC. And, of course, we like to make jokes about people acting like sheep. And this is where memes meet reality. This is where real life imitates art, which imitates memes, which imitates real life. It's a very Inception-style program here. Have a look at this. We were talking about how marvellous she is at social distancing. (laughs) And that got us thinking about COVID-19 and and the sort of way we could use Prickles' fleece to help people. Right. And so we decided to have a guess the weight of her fleece competition <laughs> and the money is going to go to UNHCR. Huh? Guess the weight of Prickles' fleece. We will donate the money to the UN Refugee Council. But wait. It gets better. Which is the United Nations Refugee Agency. Yeah, very important. Because if there's one group of people on this planet who can't socially isolate, it is refugees. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Should be easier for the refugees to isolate than anybody else. They don't have to go to work. They're not citizens. They're not taxpayers. They're essentially trying to run away from government. They're trying to get as far away from everybody else as they possibly can, the refugees. But putting that to one side, have a listen to this line. So we have a Shearer booked on the 1st of May. Yep. And she's going to take off Prickle's fleece mm-hmm. and we'll be able to announce the winner. Good. Alice's thoughts on Prickle's becoming a self-isolation icon. See, Prickle's can be isolated for seven years. I think the rest of us don't have an excuse for complaining for being stuck at home. <laughs> Unironically, literally, be more like the sheep. (laughs) The BBC, ladies and gentlemen. If this sheep can socially isolate for seven years, why can't you? Literally, be more like Prickles the sheep. (laughs) 
<laughs> to my human friends out there, be like the sheep. Be like the sheep. Be like the sheep. Be like the sheep. <laughs> Isn't that great? <sighs> you know, we take inspiration from many quarters. And some Henry St. George Tucker bumper politics, he's a model citizen. <laughs> Prickles is the best kind of people. Prickles is raising money for the refugees and Prickles is showing us all how easy it is to socially isolate. Hey, if Prickles the sheep can do it for seven years, you can do it. So stop your complaining. Joy of Pessy in the, in the chat. You could say this would be a bad idea. Oh, somebody ban Pessy, please. <laughs> Don't ban him. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Be like Prickles the sheep. <laughs> it was at this point I realised there's really no point in getting angry about all of this shit that we talk about on this show. Overreached by government and whatnot. They really just say, be like the sheep. NK Veritas with the diamond. Look at that puffy patriot. <laughs> the shining example. Prickles the sheep. How about that? Uh, this was sent through by Henry St. George Tucker Bumper Politics. Okay, you know what? Maybe you don't want to be like the sheep. I don't know what's wrong with you. You should try a little harder to be more like Prickles the Sheep, but maybe you're still clinging to this idea that you have some kind of human right to walk around and do things as you see fit. Of course, you're a raving lunatic, but just in case there's a little freedom itch that you need to scratch from time to time if you want to get off the paddock, pretend like you're a human being. Uh, somebody has come up with a very futuristic fix for you. Henry St. George Tucker Bumper, thank you for this. Let's have a look. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see this on the screen. The text says, upgrade your face mask with this futuristic face shield because a shield's better than a mask, right? Now, this guy is wearing, I guess it would be the size of a fat woman's abdomen over his head. It's kind of like strapped to his shoulders. It's basic, He's basically walking around with a big bubble over his head. This is futuristic. This is the future. This will protect you from the coof, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't, what a fashion accessory. You know what? I want to see like fashion models, all of them wearing this kind of thing, walking down the catwalk in a little string bikini and a little G-string, but wearing this huge fucking monstrosity bubble thing on their head. More protective than a face mask. Bio BioVisor was was designed to filter air and shield your personal space. It's a safe space. A safe space that you can wear over your own head. Created by a team of Toronto-based inventors, based Canada. Toronto's based. The face shield is a bubble-shaped 360-degree case. They look fucking ridiculous. 
Nobody's going to wear this. <laughs> this is like that story that we did on the show a few weeks ago. Remember the EU? The EU came out and said, well, we're looking for practical solutions. We're looking for good ideas and practical solutions for us to go back to a normal life. So they decided to push holiday in a box. Remember that? A little glass box. We're going to put these glass boxes on the beach and your family will go into the box. You're not allowed to go like wander around. You're not allowed to mix. You're not allowed to go where you want. It looks like a little, say, 10 feet by 10 feet box on the beach. You and the family get in the box. You make little sand castles. You get a, you get a tan. You get to socially distance and then you go directly back home. Straight home. <laughs> Maybe that's not good enough for you. Maybe holiday in a box isn't doing it for you. Maybe it's not tickling your pickle. So why not walk around with a bubble on your head? It makes so much it makes so much more sense, don't you think? Now everyone gets a box. Exactly, Lou Ferrigno. Users can seal the shield around their chest, which is very important. You've got to have sealant and are protected by BioVisor's anti-fogging shield. N95 filtration system, very good. The shield filters pathogens, allergens, and air pollutants, and I would also say popularity and friends. The BioShield will protect you from all of the modern-day ills in society. Coronavirus has no chance against the BioShield. You will be 100% kept completely safe while wearing the BioShield from pathogens, allergens, and air pollutants. The best part about this is you don't have to worry about social distancing because nobody's going to want to talk to you in the first place. Nobody's going to want to go out with you. How do you eat? How do you go to a restaurant in this? <clears throat> See, they need a little door or a little zipper at the front so you can feed yourself. Is that like, can we open the top? Do we just pour like the chicken soup in the top of the thing? How do you eat in there? Christy Christy with a diamond says, Happy Friday, fucksticks. Well, happy Friday to you too, Christy Christy. Thank you for joining us. It has a 12-hour battery life. It's also weatherproof <clears throat> and only weighs 2.7 pounds. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Ingenious, don't you think? Everybody gets to walk around with a bubble on their head. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What is happening? We deserve this. We deserve all of this. Um, but you know what? That's that's fine. Here's some good news for you. There's more important stuff happening than coronavirus. There's more important stuff than the Senate voting to increase the power of the Patriot Act, ladies and gentlemen. Today, the most powerful man in the world, the President of the United States of America, had a big announcement to make. What was that announcement? Was it something to do with coronavirus lockdowns? No. Was it something to do with the governors going over the top and far beyond the breadth of their constitutional powers? No. Was it something to do with the economy? No. Was it something to do with the expansion of the Patriot Act in the Senate, ladies and gentlemen? No, it wasn't about that. It was something far more important. 
Let's see what the president has to say. Dun, 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 dun. This is the presentation of the Space Force flag. The Space Force flag. <laughs> Space Force! Space Force! <laughs> Gypsy with the diamond. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? I want to be Sandy from SpongeBob with an air tank. <laughs> well, you keep aiming for those stars. You keep reaching for that rainbow. Yes, today was the day to unveil the new Space Force flag. I, I, I wished at that point, like, that he would have pulled out, like, the whiteboard with the magic marker and, like, a little spaceship drawn on it, you know? But un I was let down, unfortunately. So Ring the bell and get your cheese, so man. Thank you for the gifted sub, Christy Christy. From a defensive standpoint, from an offensive standpoint, from every standpoint there is, uh, as you know, China, Russia, China. perhaps others, uh, started off a lot sooner than us. We should have started this a long time ago, but yep. we've made up for it uh, in spades. We have uh, developed some <clears throat> of the most incredible weapons anyone's ever seen. We've got big guns. We got big guns and shit. We got big space guns now. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted subwinning TV. Mr. President, Mr. President, what's your opinion of the gov governor of Michigan banning people from fishing in their own rivers on their own property, sir? Well, I don't know much about that. We're keeping an eye on that. I'm not sure that she should be doing that kind of thing, but let me tell you something. We have big fucking space guns now. You know, Russia and China. They've got space guns, they've got rockets and shit, but our rockets are so much faster, so much bigger. We got big lasers and shit flying around out there. You should see this stuff. Fucking amazing. Have you seen the new Space Force flag? It's a great flag, tremendous flag. It's got a little rocket ship on there. It goes... And it's moving along very rapidly, and we have tremendous... People in charge, and uh, what I'd Incredible like to rockets. do is I'd like to just start by asking some of those on, let's, folks. Let's to get, let's guy, get right? to the flag. Show me the flag. So why don't we sir. go ahead and do it? Let's do it. Yes, please. Let's see it. The big unveiling. Come on now. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, the Space Force flag. black he's raising the black flag they're raising the black flag oh no we're all gonna die so for those of you who are unfamiliar with history there's a reason <clears throat> there's a reason on this show why I say I'm the black shirt wearing libertarian. It's actually it was actually the Mr. America the Bearded Truth who gave me this moniker. He said, You're the black shirt wearing libertarian raising the black flag. What raising the black flag? What does it mean? In like a war scenario in years gone by, when somebody raises the black flag, it means everybody on the other side, like we're taking no prisoners. So all of the all of the soldiers, men, women, and children kill everyone that's what, right that's what it means when you raise the black flag it's time to shit yourself because it means the other side they're not fucking around they're going to wipe you all out and nuke the city and nobody's going to be left breathing 
So we're unveiling the black flag here. <laughs> the Space Force. We've got so many great guns and wet missiles and lasers and shit floating up there around in space. So with that in mind, now that you know what it means to raise the black flag, if I can just find my pointer again, perhaps this might be a little more appropriate. member of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. That's fantastic. Who's <laughs> going the picture? That's beautiful. Mr. President, you'll stand in your office alongside the other service flags. Very, very great honor. It's a great oh, honor. Somebody That's muted the ice man. Don't mute the ice man. He's okay. Roger, hold that up so they can see. That's really beautiful. Let me unmute you. It's a big, it's a big day. That's a big day. Can so, uh, I think you've already been unmuted. It was an accident, Rusty, I'm sure. Big flag for a big day. Signing it into law. The Senate has passed powers to pry into your personal life. Young Ring the bell Skywalker. and get your cheese, man. On the day where the Senate has passed, finally passed the powers that the Empire needs to take full control of the Internet. The Empire is mine. We have unveiled our flag. The flag for our future. Execu execute Order 66. <laughs> The Patriots are amassing on the foreign world of Endor, sir. Don't worry about them. They'll do what we tell them. <laughs> Good! Good, Trump! Good! Good, President Trump! Let the hate flow through you! The rebel scum! There he is, executing Order 66. Execute Order 66. Sign it. Good, President Trump. Good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna die. <laughs> 
Oh, there it is. The big event, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. Life getting you down? Let's see. I have. I think we have no choice, right, General? Come on over here. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, sir. Fantastic. And these are going for everybody. Good luck, my young apprentice. Everybody gets a pen. Hey, you want a pen? Everybody want a magic marker? General, come on over here. General, come over and get your pen. Who wants a pen? You want a pen? Everybody gets. Look, I got a whole. They keep giving me boxes of these things. Every time I come in here, there's a new box full of fucking magic markers. I can't give everybody, everybody, please take a pen. They keep filling this thing up. I don't need all these goddamn pens. Look at them. There's got to be like a hundred fucking pens in here. Everybody come and get a pen. You get a pen. Come on. You want a marker? Everybody gets a marker. Okay. Let's see. I have, I think we have no choice, right, General? Come on over here. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, General. Fantastic. And these are going for everybody, please. Okay? Thank you. So Thank, you very Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Roger. Thank you very much. Feel the power of the dark side of the force. You're all set. General, come on over here. General Kellogg's been fantastic, done a great job. Great Before job. Here's a pen. <laughs> great fucking job, General Kellogg. Here, come and get yourself a pen. I don't know where they come from. They just keep filling it up. I gotta get rid of them somehow. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Space Force. Winning TV with a diamond, ladies and gentlemen. Go to ludic go to ludicrous speed now. Wash your hands, young Skywalker. <laughs> what else have we got? Oh, okay, here's a fun one for you. It's coming from all angles, so if, if it's not if it's not the uh, Senate passing an expansion of the Patriot Act to now make it legal to uh, download and view and archive your uh, search history on the internet because <clears throat> that's fine. We've got to catch those terrorists. If it's not the unveiling of the Space Force flag, which also happens to be black, which means, you know, in uh, historical military context, no quarter, no no men, women or children left standing at the end of this fucking shit show. <laughs> if it's not all of those things, well, maybe uh, we can be more like Prickles the Sheep and celebrate. This is from CNN Business, ladies and gentlemen. Let's celebrate the great work that the drones are doing in... <laughs> I can't believe this is a fucking thing. Have a look at this. <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, CNN promoting uh, the tremendous work that those brave drones are doing to keep us all safe from coronavirus. Let's have a look. Acts as a technology accelerator. Countries around the world have been using drones to contain the spread of COVID-19. Yay! Oh, come on. Don't do this reloading shit with me now. Come on now. This is one of uh, this is an exceptional event. It's going to stop uh, again, isn't it? You're going to stop again, aren't you, CNN? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Let the hate flow through you. All right, let's reload. Let's refresh. Let's try this again. We're doing it live. This is one of okay. uh, this is an exceptional event. Acts as a technology accelerator. Countries around the world have been using drones to contain the spread of COVID nineteen. An important or interesting aspect of uh, drones is that they really embody the five senses. Oh, good. Humans. Yeah. And many of these senses, vision, hearing, touch, have been used during this pandemic. Yeah. 
At the beginning of the outbreak, China used drones to urge citizens to wear masks. <laughs> CNN. They're very creative with how they present things, aren't they, CNN? You have to give them that. A lot of people like to criticise CNN for a lot of reasons, but you do have to give them credit where it's due. They are very, very good. They are very creative writers. Well, China has been using the drones to encourage people to wear masks. We watched the footage on this show. The, ch- the drones were chasing people back into their homes. <laughs> sir, what are you doing out here? You know, you can collect wood anytime, sir. Go home. Go home right now. This is the police. What are you doing on the street? Wow, they were just encouraging people to wear masks. They were protecting them. It's, it's all for your protection. It's to make you feel safe. And now, of course, you have cities like New Jersey and uh, other constabularies in the United States literally using the same Chinese-made drones from the Chinese company that makes them. They were donated. Well, I guess we have to use the Chinese drones. They gave them to us for free. We'd be mad not to use them on our own citizens. More than a dozen countries have used them to help enforce lockdown rules. Yes. Oh my goodness. Many of these countries already had uh, the technology. Yep. The situation also created an acceleration of processes. You know, we already had this technology. Luckily, coronavirus came around and we were able to accelerate the rollout of these very, mm, <clears throat> how can I say this, uh, privacy-destroying drones. <laughs> Remember the police chief from the United, I forget, I think it was the New Jersey police chief who said, well, we need these to be able to see in places that we can't normally see into, like your backyard, for example. We need to be able to fly over your backyard and see what's happening in there just in case, you know, there's three or four people standing around in a group too close together. Then we can send a patrol car out. Then we can break up that shit. We need to be able to see in your yard at all times. (laughs) So we've seen that law enforcement agencies have acquired drone technology, have been very quick in using it to particular functions. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? When somebody says that there's a need for drones to be flying around, videotaping people, uh, communicating with people, breaking up crowds, enforcing lockdown rules, somebody says, hey, we've, we've got this amazing opportunity here. Do you remember on this show a month ago, I was telling you about what's called the Small UAV Coalition. It's a lobby group. A lot of people just said that this was ridiculous when we spoke about this on this show. I said the small UAV lobby group is lobbying the White House to have laws changed in the United States so they can make uh, drone use by the authorities more pronounced, like more prevalent. And some of these laws are like removing the restriction of drones flying at night and removing the restriction around flying over private property. I was watching a clip of one of these police chiefs uh, last week. We didn't end up getting to the video, but this police chief is like, yeah, we're going to be flying over private property, but just don't worry. We're not going to be recording any of the footage that we take over private property. We're not allowed to do that. And I was like, oh, good. Well, that's fucking reassuring. <laughs> he said, well, yeah, we'll fly over private property from time to time, but it'll be purely accidental. And any of the footage that we have 
when we fly over private property. Well, we'll we'll just delete it. Don't worry about it. And then today we get the news, the article, oh, all of your search history on the internet, we're going to keep that now. <laughs> Things are going great. Things are going well. <laughs> Gary Vance in the chat. No, they just want to deliver pizza and shit. <laughs> While disinfectants work on surfaces, exports, uh, experts warn they could be unsafe for people. Who cares about that? Yes, because in many countries they're using the drones to fly around and just spray disinfectant into the air. Because that that's so that makes me feel safer. Knowing that the authorities are flying around little robots, little machines, and spraying toxic chemicals into the, into the sky above me. <laughs> makes me feel so goddamn protected. Yes, uh, you, they they didn't say this, but you can see it on the screen there. Uh, Italy and Saudi Arabia have been using drones with thermal detectors to detect people who have a high temperature, so they can send the so they can send out the police to you instantly and say, "Sir, your temperature is a little high. Come with us. We're going to the hospital." But I don't want to go to the hospital. Too bad. We're protecting you. Put him in cuffs, handcuff him, and take him to the hospital immediately. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> nuclear weapons aren't real. Dead Jedi in the chat. <laughs> but we are unable to identify the person who has a different color tone on the display compared to other peoples. In Chile, authorities have used drones to deliver medication to people in remote. Yay! Just going to use it to deliver medicine and stuff. We're not going to do anything nefarious with it. We're only going to use this technology for wholesome purposes. We're going to be delivering pizzas. We're going to be delivering medication. It's all to protect you. It's all to make you feel safer. While drones have some advantages, expert, there's that line again. Is another. Here's a, I hope you keep notes from time to time. Here's another thing that we've said on this show in the last couple of weeks. They, the language, it's always the exact same wording in all of these reports. And I've watched so many of these fucking reports now. I know exactly the formula, right? And here's another example. The formula follows exactly the same way every time and the wording is always the same. If you can see the screen, can you see the wording I'm talking about? What wording are, am I referring to here? So we play two minutes of the clip, right? Showing how, how wonderful the drones are, how perfect the drones are, how the drones are helping us, how they're protecting us, how it's amazing. Rusty in the chat wins 100 internets, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there's a few concerns, though. <laughs> it's always written the same way. Positive, 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 positive. And then some people have some concerns. Oh. That's it. Experts, some experts, some fringe experts also have some concerns. That's the only allowance you get. So if, you're, if you are, quote unquote, concerned about things like privacy, overreach by the authorities, over-policing, police state, surveillance state, if you have any of these concerns, all you get relegated to is like a fraction of one of these reports right at the end. And it's some people have some concerns, but it's after we've shown you all the positive stuff. So you must be one of these crazy, whacked out right wing conspiracy theorists, I think. How could you possibly be against this, this technology? Look at all the good things it's doing. What's wrong with you? 
Oh, you have some concerns, do you? Oh, oh. Don't be concerned. Don't be concerned. Don't you, don't you worry your sweet little heart over it. So not only we will see increasing likelihood of accidents, Good. but also criminal activity. Criminal activity. May happen in different ways. Oh, yeah. For example, by hacking the drones. <laughs> We're going to hack the, people are going to hack the drones. nothing to worry about it's gonna be fine that are being employed by law enforcement right. agents or right. humanitarian actors another important aspect oh, people are gonna be like you can't hack this stuff this is unhackable the governments will come out and say it can't be hacked the media will come out and say it can't be hacked this is 100 safe stop fucking panicking it's like uh clearview ai when we spoke about that ring the bell and get, get your, your cheese man thank you for the gifted sub christy christy it was like when we did the report from Fox News about Clearview AI, the two different reports, right, from Neil Cavuto. On the first one, he's like, well, this young man has come up with an amazing law enforcement tool. What does it do, Bob? Tell him what it does, Bob. Well, it takes the picture of anybody who's walking around on the street, runs it through a database, which is uh, all of the images on the internet collected from Facebook, LinkedIn, any kind of social media profile. And within a few seconds, it can tell the person who's using the app what your name is, where you live, who you work for, and who your friends are. Oh, sounds great. Are you, are you infringing on people's privacy? And he says, well, we consider this to be a law enforcement tool. And they're like, well, we've got, we love our law enforcement tools here at Fox Business. <laughs> we love law enforcement. Got to catch those damn terrorists. Am I right? And then a couple of weeks later, we played the next clip. Neil Cavuto on there saying, well, you know, it's the darndest thing. The, the app got hacked. <laughs> turns out, turns out hackers busted into this law enforcement tool and they were able to extract a whole bunch of personal information. But he said, he literally said, but I'm not going to criticize the company for that because that can happen to anyone. <laughs> what, do, what do you do? What do you do at this point? They, they really don't care what we think anymore. They're just, they're just going to do it. They're going to do what they want. They're going to use the tech that they want to use. They're going to pass the laws. They're going to pass the bills that they want to pass. And they don't care what you think. They're just going to do it anyway. Well, you know, these drones could probably be hacked. Shut up, communist. What are you, some kind of a terrorist? It has to do with the fact that... Uh the proliferation of drones in the civilian airspace will inevitably lead to problems like related what? to uh, privacy and privacy data and data protection, huh? <clears throat> UK police were criticised for using drones to monitor and enforce shelter-in-place or, uh, or, uh, orders. Pardon me. That the current scenario really shows that drones have arrived to stay. Uh, I think that a lot of people really anticipated that this moment would come, yeah. but precisely this state of exception that we live in has been acting as a technology accelerator. Just openly telling you. Openly telling you. No, no, no. No debate. No discussion. <laughs> Don't be silly. Don't be silly, you little peasant. I mean, did you think you have a say in this? Did you think that you have a, a, a choice here? No. Here's the reality. The drones are here to stay. I don't care what you think about it. And it's only thanks to coronavirus. It's only thanks to the pandemic that the technology has accelerated. 
and now we all get to enjoy the benefits of the surveillance state. Yay! (laughs) Oh, don't you feel safe, huh? Don't you feel protected, ladies and gentlemen? All right. That's it. That's enough. That's it now. We've gone through, we've gone through this, the shitty surveillance stuff. We've gone through the coronavirus. I'm going to take a quick five-minute break. And when we come back from the break, I'm dropping coronavirus. We're doing some fun, weird stuff. So uh, if you want to stick around, and I've got one for the ladies too, especially for the ladies. So stick around for us, uh, with us. Uh, we'll be back in five minutes. You're listening to The Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. Your novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week. So check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Really giving that one a workout? Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do this. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, Tracy. I secretly enjoy it. 
You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on. You secretly love it. No, no. I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can we old movies and old cartoons? We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Not at midnight. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school We sit and watched all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Midnight tonight. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say. And people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie pumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Second hour, second half of the Daily Boogie podcast for a Friday night. Seeing out your week, starting, kicking off the weekend in style. So much to get through. Let's have a little more fun, shall we? Just very quickly. Um, everybody in the chat loves the Joy of Pessy song. I can't help but sing along to it when it comes on. That was written by Irrational Times. Irrational Times, if you're not following, he's I, he, he might be over a 1,000 subs now on YouTube. But if he's not, he's very, very, very close. If you're not following Irrational Times on YouTube, go and follow. Uh, Irrational Times wrote and performed that Joy of Pessy song. He wrote and performed uh, my song, the uh, Boogie Bumper Tonight song at the start of the show. He's a very, very talented guy. And a great guy, too. So... Go and follow Irrational Times. He'll be live tonight at 9 p.m. 
He's doing another quiz show. It's Cousin Dan and some other guy doing a quiz. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be watching. 9pm tonight, Irrational Times on uh, D-Lo. I, th- I think he's just on YouTube, actually, tonight. So go over to YouTube and follow Irrational Times. I'm sure Kitty has put the link in the chat already. Tremendous stuff. And, and take your money. Winning TV with a diamond. Thank you so much. It's the weekend. Every day is a weekend now. Damn straight, huh? Absolutely fantastic. And yes, of course, after Nightwave tonight, Nightwave at 10pm, after Nightwave, Joy of Pessy with the Friday night edition of his show, Higher Learning. I'll be on there with the Joy Boys. We'll be learning how to mind fuck people. So it's going to be great. Cousin Dan, the Cousin Dan show. (laughs) Cousin Dan and some other guy. (laughs) All right. Let's get into a story here. I came across this the other day, but I need to give you a little bit of background first. So... A lot of people criticise the British tabloids for being too trashy. I've been, I've always been a fan of the British tabloids because they are trashy, right? So when I was in the UK, the first thing I would do whenever I could, when I was when I, whenever I was in a different city, or you know, first thing in the morning, wake up, get out and grab a couple of tabloids and just read them for my enjoyment. You know, my wife was like, "Why are you reading the fucking newspaper?" I'm like, "Because I want to see what's going on in this town." You know, I'm not from around here. Plus, I love the shitty British tabloids because they're so trashy. So, one of the trashiest of these tabloids is the Mirror in the UK. So I came across this story a couple of days ago and I thought, we absolutely must bring it to the show so you can enjoy it. Ladies, this is your warning. Actually, I'll make it a warning for the men as well. If you're standing, sit down. If you're sitting, lie down. And if you're driving, please pull over. Ladies and gentlemen, Meet the men who claim to have the biggest penises in the world and how they cope. This is important stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be bringing this to you. Jonah Falcon, that, that's him there. Oh, yeah. Jonah Falcon and Roberto Esquivel Cabrera believe they have the biggest penises in the world, but while some may see them as blessed, they've actually come unstuck thanks to their genital ordeals. Does size matter? The article continues. Well, for this man, yes, it certainly does. They claim to have the biggest penises in the world, with one man boasting his manhood reaches over 18 inches long. (laughs) But while some see them as blessed, they've actually come unstuck thanks to their genitals. One man says his lengthy penis has stopped him pursuing his acting career. Now, how could that possibly be? (laughs) Thank you for coming. As Hollywood directors thinks think it will become a distraction. Well, there is, if you want to be an actor, I know one avenue that you could possibly go into. Another says he has been left unable to work and should be registered as disabled as he can't move freely or fit into uniforms. One man was even accused of shoplifting when a store assistant accused him of smuggling goods in his trousers. See for yourself. Jonah Falcon from New York says, it's thicker than my wrist. Now, they put this little video up here. And I I had a play of the video. And then I went to try and find the actual, like, full-length video. Because they only put, like, 30 seconds of this video up. (laughs) The wording is exquisite, Andrew Jackson, in in the chat. They only put, like, 30 seconds of this video up with this article. And when I went hunting for the full-length video, it's actually from like seven years ago in 2013. But I did find it, ladies and gentlemen. 
Would you like to hear from the guy who has the biggest penis in the world? Press one in the chat if you would like to hear about the vent- the adventures of Big Free Willy here. Press two in the chat if you're like, nah, no thanks. That's kind of boring. Can we go back to talking about the surveillance state, please? I did say full length. Very good, Gypsy. <laughs> I like to leave little I like to leave little Easter eggs in my wording. I see a lot of ones in the chat. People are on the edge of their seat here. <laughs> they want to hear from this guy. Okay. So he went on breakfast television, believe it or not. He went on breakfast television in the UK to talk about his uh, ridiculously large penis. Let's have a look at this. How are you doing? Well, come in just a moment. We'll meet Jonah Falcon, the man who has what is thought to be the world's largest penis. And he says it's the reason he's been single since 1996. So does size matter? It's a question that keeps... Now, I want you to pay very close, very special attention to the female co-host on this breakfast show. (laughs) Because at times when she's trying to remain very professional, at times... She's going to subconsciously give the game away. She is going to let the audience know exactly what she's thinking, and she's not going to be able to hide it from time to time. So pay very special attention to her and her facial expressions whilst they're discussing this guy's ridiculously huge penis. All right. Men wondering and women talking for a long time, but our next guest size is definitely an issue. (laughs) Jonah Falcon is the owner of what is thought to be the world's largest penis, and when the penis. bolt in his trousers caused a security alert, big ding dong at check-in. As an international airport, Jonah's suspect he package made headlines around the world. Well, Jonah joins us now, and so let's go. Welcome, by the way. Lovely. Thank welcome. you for coming in today. Um, so this is this is something that you say wasn't embarrassing because it was actually you that contacted the media. I think after the event, mm, wasn't it? Quite something like that. I was amused. Now the thing is that. I wasn't worried because what was the worst that was going to happen? I have to pull it out for them. I've yeah. done been doing that all my life. Um, <laughs> I've been showing people my penis my whole life. So it's nothing. The thing is that I had a two-hour delay, and I basically told my friend at the Huffington Post, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened. And they said, oh, can we use that? And I said, sure. I didn't expect it to go viral. So- I thought it was just going to be some sidebar. And that, well, no, and then suddenly you're now you're even more because you are you know sort of a bit of a celebrity in America. I is, yeah, I was well. I also did some BBC programs too, but um, oh, we didn't see those. Yeah, but no, <laughs> it, it, well, on the BBC they could actually show it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, on ITV we're no, not allowed to, which is a bit of a shame. <laughs> but that's probably because of the time we're on, and we yeah. are we are early in the morning. What we what we will do, and I want to talk more about this incident at the airport in just okay. a second. That, that we, we ought to really uh, have a look at what have a look at this. We're talking about here and the, <clears throat> and the size. Have a look at uh, this. That we're talking about. Right. Now, <laughs> did you see her adjust her hair then? <laughs> she's she's the oh my. She's starting to get a little hot under the collar. I don't know if you noticed already. Shifting uneasily in her seat. She flicked her hair back. Right. So most authority. She she just she was just staring at him then for about three or four seconds when she could have been looking elsewhere. Yeah, Look, talking about- she's just staring at him. <laughs> she can't help herself. Here and the, and the size uh, that we're talking Ooh. about. So most authorities say that the 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 look at her playing with the the rings on her fingers, right? Little li- these are all tells. 
She's twisting the rings on her fingers. You would never normally see like a TV host do stuff like that. Mean length of, of, of a flaccid male organ right. is normally um, round about three to four inches. That's, right. And that, right. I mean, that's illustrated here. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to break out the illustrations, ladies and gentlemen. By the diagram that I've got. Look at the diagram. The we <laughs> now, you can see here on our diagram, that's a regular flaccid penis. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's, that's the reg. That's the average. That's the normal. Now they're going to pop this guy's member up on the board, on the big board. That is the sort of length right. of, a, of a, a usual uh, flaccid male penis. Um, now you... <laughs> Look at our girl. <laughs> flaccid male penis. Um... <laughs> She's trying so hard not to giggle. She's trying so hard to remain professional. Now you, uh, this is you. She just... Now see... There's a little smirk here where she just catches um, a, a view of his flaccid penis, which they're about to put up on the diagram. Before it goes up on the diagram, have a look at this. Um, now you. Look at that. <laughs> She's like, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, this is you on the scale. Right. <laughs> so uh, so this, is, this is the sort of thing that we're, we're talking about. That's a Hey, Papa. Papa, man, he's got a hog on him. That's a hog. Hey, Papa, hey, Papa, come and look at this penis, Papa. Look at this hog over here, huh? There we go. So that that. There we go. <laughs> this is just all so beautifully weird and fucking amazing. You've got the guy who's been invited on here to talk about his own dick. You've got the guy who's hosting the show, who's like, who's very, he's very casual about it. He's handling these penis diagrams, putting them up. He's like, now see here, that's, that's the average penis there. And he's kind of like rubbing it up and down. So that's about as big as it is. Now, this is your penis here. Look at yours. This is your one. And then you've got the female co-host who doesn't really know what to do. She's twiddling her, twiddling her thumbs, playing with a ring. She's looking down. She's blushing. She's smiling. She's trying to look away. She keeps staring at him. This is wonderfully chaotic and awkward. I, I feed on this kind of awkward energy. That is the difference between Frightened the average male and you. And that is uh, flaccid about nine inches. Right. Um, it varies with temperature. It sure. goes from eight to nine. Yeah, because when it's cold outside, it can go back. To, it can, when it's a little bit chilly outside, it can go back down to a measly eight inches. Um, so I go with nine because it's, it's a better number. Yeah, and with um, and with an erection, <laughs> that's about thirteen and a half. Thirteen inches. and a half, right? Without using a ruler, I go from here to the crook of my elbow. Okay. Goodness me! So oh goodness me! <laughs> it 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 just it fell out of her. It goes from here. It goes from here all the way down to the crook of my elbow. Well, goodness me! <laughs> That's a fuck stick, says Kit Butler in a chat. With an erection, that's about 13 and a half 13 inches. and a half, right. Without using a ruler, I go from here to the crook of my elbow. Okay. Goodness me. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> goodness me. So at what age did you... Her voice is breaking. <laughs> so at what age did you just go... Oh, you had it. 
<laughs> she can barely get the words out. Oh, goodness me. Uh, so what age? <laughs> Re- remain calm, young lady. Try to maintain your composure. <laughs> You're on television. To the crook of my elbow. Okay. Goodness me. So at what age did you realise that you were different? I was 10, um, and I was 8 inches at the time, and that's the first time I ever measured. And I did it for the same reason all the boys do. You know, they're just curious. You yeah. Know? yeah. I didn't think much of Look at those eyes. <laughs> Look at that. She's she's focused. A mob tech in the chat. Arousal detected. So it was sort of like they were talking about it behind my back. I was at a school that was mostly Jewish, so I was the, I was the only uncircumcised boy there. I thought that's what they were they were fascinated about. Sure. So so uh, when it comes to um, this this particular day at, at the airport, because we thought you know, well, and we'll talk about relationships as well in a moment, because it has had an impact on those. Uh, that you were patted down, weren't you? And they thought that you were smuggling contraband. Sort of. Um, they Ice man in the chat. Yeah. And they <laughs> Rusty thought... in the chat. She's not even blinking. <laughs> She's just staring. I had some sort of growth, you know, because... They thought I had some sort of growth in my pants. What happens is, you know, when... <laughs> That's all... <laughs> huh? Huh? Hey. How about this guy over here? Huh? What the... Look at this guy. Hell of a guy. You got a growth in your pants over there, huh? Huh? Bada-bing. You go into the airport security. You know, first things they do, they have you empty all your pockets and put it yep. into the uh, into the tray so it goes through. So uh-huh. this was... <laughs> Look at our girl. <laughs> Look at our girl. <laughs> oh, It's so funny looking at it. She's so uncomfortable. <laughs> She's bright red. One of the uh, airports that had the body scanner, you know, the one that actually shows an outline. Yes. So that's what caught their eye. First things first, they said, are you sure you put, took everything out of your pocket? I said, yes. So I went through the, uh, the metal detector and mm-hmm. I went through the body scanner. Yep. And then they were, do you have some sort of growth? And I think this was very close. Yeah, her hands are all knotted up. Close to when that. <laughs> Look at the smile. <laughs> Close to when that one of the terrorists attempted to wrap a bomb around his penis, sure. oh and maybe gosh. they were. They were saying, oh! "Well, this is something." <laughs> Did you see that one? 
Look at look at this. Now the now the jaw is literally open. Have a look at this. This was very close to when that one of the terrorists attempted to wrap. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. A bomb around his penis. Sure. And maybe they were. Oh no, dearie, dear. There's no hiding it now, is there? Oh. <laughs> His penis is the bomb. Mob dick. Don't want no short dick man. 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 They were saying, well, this is something we're looking out for. You know, so it could have been a conflux of... You know, a, a perfect storm there, you know. So when they discovered what it is, when you wow. said to them, actually, it's me. Yeah. Uh, we're listen, looking out for Listen yeah. to the little tells that she's she's letting out. Wow. <laughs> no, so it could have been a conflux of, you know, a, a perfect storm there, you know. So when they wow. discovered... Wow. <laughs> oh, sweetheart. <laughs> Like I said, this this level of awkwardness just brings me joy. When I see this happening, I just I it, it's like the light of my life seeing people so awkward, <laughs> especially on television. <laughs> oh my! Wow. <laughs> but what it is, and when you said to them, actually, it's she just she just smacked her lips. She just did that. <laughs> She would. This is the, this is the problem. She wouldn't even know that she's doing all of these things, right? These are little subconscious tells. People people do a lot of things like subconsciously that they're not aware of. And if you know if you if you know what you're looking for, it's really obvious. But to the person who's doing it, they don't know what's going on. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> she just did a lip smack. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Uh, what was the reaction? Suspect. They package. wanted to hustle me through there immediately. Yeah. Uh, one thing to notice. Uh, one thing to note is that San Francisco, they have a private airport security firm. They're not TSA. <laughs> Liz in the chat. Commercial break. Dear God, please. Yeah. So um, between the ages of nineteen and twenty-five, right. uh, you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you for Thank coming. I see you in hell. So um, between the ages of 19 and 25, right. uh, you... Oh. Chat. Girl, you got drool. <laughs> Havlog's dong in full effect. You were, as you would say yourself, pretty promiscuous. Yeah. Now, where did that come from? I mean, was that just, was that just you were just... Amberlina with the diamond says, get it together, woman.
You're supposed to be a professional. Lucky with the ladies, or would you think having this um, extra large no, penis I, it gave was, you it was, confidence? It was the, it was the latter. I, the thing is that I'm also a show off. You know, I've, I'm an actor and an only child, and not that I believe in astro astrology that much. I'm also a Leo, so I'm very much a show off. You know, so being <laughs> like that, um, when I went to baseball camp when I was 18, they made a big deal about it, and then I realized, oh, okay, now I get it, and then I just went hog wild. <laughs> hog wild. <laughs> <laughs> nice use of yeah, nice term, bro. Nice wording, fantastic. I just went hog wild, and it was a typical. This guy's got a hog. Hey, Papa, Papa, come and look at this guy's hog, huh? Typical thing, you know, <laughs> that just experimentation just went over. Well, you because you did put it again. She's just staring at him. She can't take her eyes off him, and when he looks at her, she can she can only smile. She can only smile and gasp and let out things like, my goodness, oh my, oh my, incredibly, <clears throat> she, she choked up a little bit when she, she was trying to get the word incredibly large penis out. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Do you think that they were interested in you or did they just want to see your uh, <clears throat> incredibly large penis? <laughs> This is so glorious. It's a good use, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, this, is, this, is, this was male, female. Um, yeah. You, you really He's having sex tried, with everyone. Tried every aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who, you know, it, I, and, you know, it took me a while to realize that I was actually just trying to bolster my own self-esteem. Mm. And when I learned that, then you, I... You poor guy. <clears throat> you know, I was struggling with self-esteem issues for the longest time. That's, I realized that you know, when I was about 25 years old, that all of these, the copious amounts of casual sex that I was having with people and all of the women and men who just wanted to have my dick constantly. It was then after I had left this pile of very, very, very satisfied people in my wake that I realized, shit, I have self-esteem problems. <laughs> Oh, you poor guy. How awful. <laughs> Crashed, you know. Then I got burned out. Burned and out. that's when I started gaining weight. I started, you know, not caring, yeah. you know. And I just... Yeah. I, I Basically, what happens when you burn out, you know, yeah. with anything that you do. Well, so so in which case... Um, Look, again, she's just staring at him. She cannot take her eyes off him. She's playing with her fingers. She's twiddling the rings around her fingers. Her legs are very tight together. <laughs> From a from a woman's point of view, <clears throat> point of view, from a man's point of view, but for, let's let's look at the woman's yes. point of view. Ben K. Veritas in the chat. I wonder if he has to register that hog leg in every state. Um, when you f go out with a woman for the first time, hmm. um, do they do they go out with you for that experience, and then they're off, the and you part. don't see them again? Yeah, because what happens is that it's it's curiosity on their part. The 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 women who tend to stick around. Are older women because they're more experienced they they they've oh yeah it's the older chicks he digs the older chicks <laughs> it's the ones with a little experience who know how to handle this hog the young girls, they just don't know that they don't know how to work their way around this fucking monster. So it's the ones with a little bit of experience, the ones who have been around a little while. They know what's coming. They know how to handle it. 
you know, they've been on that rodeo before, you know, so. They've been on that rodeo before. They've ridden that bull many times. They get to, you know, they have evolved a little bit beyond the sex and they're looking for something new, but they're also looking for something behind that as well. But does it come with complications? Does it come with complications? Oh, yeah, it comes with a whole bunch of things. It depends on what you mean by complications. She was about, she was, she was on the verge of biting her lip then. <laughs> well, complications in the bedroom. I mean, does it, because I'm just thinking that, I mean. The... Now she's admitting that she's thinking about having sex with this guy's huge penis. And she's just realized that she's just admitted, I'm thinking about your penis right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's caught herself halfway through the sentence like, oh shit. Have I just given the game away here? Have a listen again. But does it come with complications? It depends on what you mean by complications. Well, complications <laughs> in the bedroom. I mean, does it, because I'm just thinking that, I mean, the sort of, the, the size of right. that. I'm just thinking, <laughs> does it, does it? <laughs> she actually measured it out with her hands. Like you know, it's it's kind of like this big. I'm just wondering, does it come with like complications in the bedroom? What do you mean? Well, you know, it's kind of like it's like this big, is it? And she looks at it like she holds, she she measures out the size and then wonders what it's like. It's like you know, it's like this big, isn't it? <laughs> and then she's smiling again. Have another look. I'll show you again. on their part. The, the, the women who tend to stick around are older women because they're more experienced. They, they, they've, you know, they've been on that rodeo before, you know, so they get to, you know, they have evolved a little bit beyond the sex and they're looking for something new, but they're also looking for something behind that as well. But does it come with complications? It depends on what you mean by complications. Well, complications <laughs> in the bedroom. I mean, does it, because I'm just thinking that, I mean, the sort of, the, the size of right. <laughs> I'm just, just, does it, does it? Here's the thing. <laughs> she, can't, she can't even finish her sentence. She can't even get the words out. I, I'm just thinking, does it, uh, you know, the size of it, does it, does it? <laughs> Looking for something behind that as well. But does it come with complications? It depends on what you mean by complications. Well, complications <laughs> in the bedroom. I mean, does it? Because I'm just thinking that, I mean, the sort of, the, the size of right. that. I'm just, just, does it, does it? Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> does it, does it? All right. Relax, honey. I mean, it's not that exciting. Come on. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> if there's something behind that as well. But does it come with complications? It depends on what you mean by complications. Well, complications <laughs> in the bedroom. I mean, does it, because I'm just thinking that, I mean, the sort of, the, the size of right. that. I'm just, just, does it, does it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at that face. Look at that look. She can barely sport, uh, speak. I can barely speak. She can barely get the words out. She can barely talk. Does it come with uh, the size of it? I mean, does it uh, come with uh, like a... Uh, complications i mean it's like you know just the 
the size of it. Does it? Does it? <laughs> Uh, Here's the thing, it seldom ever does because of one thing. Oh! <laughs> seldom ever does. That's all she needed to hear. It seldom ever does. And she's like, really? That's the look of like, you don't say, hmm? You don't say, really? No complications. Ring the bell hmm. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Big K Veritas. It's because of one thing, and that is I'm extremely into foreplay. I am very orally fixated. So I love making out and I love orally pleasuring, you know. So what happens is that, you know. <laughs> it just gets better and better. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's also a kisser. He's also a growler. It, you know, I, I'm the sort of, I'm, like I said, I'm a performer. I like when the other person is, gets excited and, and is enjoying themselves. It makes me happy. Mm. You know, so, mm. <laughs> so I'm very service oriented. You've, um, you've had lots of offers. Can you let the, can you let the male co-host speak from time to time? Jeez, woman, control yourself. To go into the porn industry, haven't you? Yeah, when I was young and, you know, they, they dried up when they realized I wasn't really budging. And why why were you not interested in that? Well, for one thing, I she she keeps trying to cut the 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 other host off. Hey, leave him alone. This is my interview. <laughs> don't don't cock block me. Can't perform in public. <laughs> but you, you know. said you were a show off. I'm a show off. <laughs> well, you did say you were a show off, sweetheart. <laughs> but not, you know, not actually doing it. Right. I wear tight jeans. Right. I won't actually do anything in front of other people fair enough the other the fair enough the other questions uh, that uh, I'm, I'm assuming and we're trying very much to uh, ask the questions that you might be shouting brave bigot in the chat her heart is racing in your telly and when it comes to uh, an erection we i mean we i don't know whether it's a, a, a myth that uh, very uh, largely endowed gentlemen you know so it takes either it's very difficult to get a full erection or it makes you faint when you when it happens no the first thing uh, i don't faint because i I would assume maybe if I was six inches and all of a sudden I was 13 inches, you know, then I would faint because I'm, my body's not used to it. So that's a myth. Um, with me and, you know, to really, you know, I'm very mental, you know, I have to be turned on. Mm. I'm also 5'9", so it's like it takes a lot of work. Patience is the key. Don't expect me to go up immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to remind everybody that this is breakfast television in the UK. <laughs> He's just done the, the fist fuck. <laughs> like how, says Ben K. Veritas, like how, like this, Ben. It's like, it takes a lot of work. Patience is the key. Don't expect me to go up immediately. <laughs> I wonder if she jumped back in her seat when he did that. Oh, oh my. Oh, good God, goodness. Oh. Immediately. Yeah. I mean, you're shifting quite a lot of blood around there. That's, yeah. uh... But mostly it's mental. If I'm into it, then, you know, I'll get, but if I'm. <laughs> He's 
with like the fist. If I'm into it, then <laughs> nice big erection. I'm not, and I've learned this. You know, I'll just say it's not working. Can I ask another question? What about? Look at the. She's like, oh god, stop interrupting me. <laughs> Look, her mouth is open. She can't. Patience, right in the chat. Patience. Did he say patience? <laughs> When it comes to, and you say you were promiscuous, so I'm assuming right. you were promiscuous. Say, yeah, um, safe sex uh, 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 occasionally or all the right. time. Uh, a this guy, he sounds very intimidated now. Condom <laughs> fit. Yes and no. Um, even the Trojan Ends larges or whatever large condom, I didn't mean to use a brand there, um, they only fit halfway for the most part. However, if they're tight and there's no fluid exchange, then you're safe. Yeah. I've heard of condoms that are just the head. You mm -hmm. know, so I, I've never seen them before, but I know I've heard of them. Um, the only problem I have with condoms is that they have to be loose. I mean, if they're tight, it's just fighting with me, and right. it's a losing battle for me. Are you defined by by what you have here when it when it comes to relationships? I mean, you say that you've you've experimented, you've been you have in the past been promiscuous. We know that celebrities, although you would never name them, no, have phoned no, you I'm up. I'm pretty and, discreet. Uh, yeah, and you have uh, and yeah, I'm pretty discreet. I'm just going on a breakfast television show to describe what it's like to have a huge penis and answer questions from the female co-host who is literally measuring out the size of my penis with her hands and can barely get the words out because she's gasping for air so much. I'm very discreet about it. You, they've been more than interested to see what you've got. <laughs> um, so all of that is fascinating. And when you're younger, maybe exciting. Uh, and very it's fascinating. Very different. But, but when, you come, when you're getting older and you're looking for a relationship, are you defined by your penis do you take this penis to be your lawfully wedded husband do you take this hog will you love this hog forever will you hold it will you worship it <laughs> in sickness and in health <laughs> i fucking do Woo, oh my i do i very most certainly do you see that's one of the worries that i've had as an adult and that is um i start to worry that you know it might cost me work sometimes I, I worry about that oh, oh. <laughs> oh fucking poor guy the poor guy you know, it might cost me work i got such a i've got such a huge dick i'm worried that i won't be able to keep a job <laughs> why in what way would it cost you because work? it's a negative connotation sometimes you know i mean you 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 know let me put it this way. As an actor, do you think I would ever work for Disney? <laughs> Dead Jedi in all caps. You liar. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the girl. Listen, listen carefully. <laughs> she's not even listening to him now. It's, it's obvious. She's, she's not even listening to the words coming out of his mouth because he's like talking about all oh, the negative connotations and how awful and blah, blah, blah. And, and all she says is like, yeah. <laughs> Have a listen. Let me put it this way. As an actor, do you think I would ever work for Disney? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so like, is it big or? Well, you know, it's, 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 it's a problem. You know, there's, there could be negative connotations when I, when I go to work and, you know, trying to live with this thing. Um, you know, it's been a journey. I, I, I was a promiscuous young man. I was a bit of a show-off, and, you know, I'm doing my best. There's a lot of myths out there, but, 
Uh, sometimes it can it can be harmful in, in helping me find gainful employment. Yeah, yeah. So, so would you say it's like like this big? Would you say it's like um? Is it is it is it like does it feel good when for the woman or? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've been working on a lot of things lately. I've been working on a book, and uh, I've been writing some mystery novels. And, uh, you know, it's a great story. It follows the protagonist of the story is a young professor. <clears throat> and he's trying to learn more about uh, alien life forms. So he travels to these various far and away places to discover ancient ruins. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So when you put your penis in the vagina, would you say that the vagina can return to its normal shape or... Have you ever heard anybody saying that it's like it does anything like that? Or <laughs> so right now, I've been uh, I've been approached to uh, do a couple of documentaries, a couple of health documentaries, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, 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 that's great. Um, when you ejaculate <laughs> in in when you're having sex with a woman, would you say it's like this big? Is it? Does it look like that? Does it look like a baby's arm holding an apple when it's erect? Is that what it, is that what it looks like? What's it What's it feel like in your pants there? If If I were to touch it, what? <laughs> you know, people sometimes it, it gets a little frustrating because people think my penis is my identity, but there's so much more to me. You know, I I enjoy movies. I enjoy reading. I really want to get to know a woman before. You know, I do, I do too much of the sex stuff. Because you know, for me, it's mental, it's emotional. I need to see, I need to have a physical connection. And there's a lot more to me than just a penis. And, you know, I, I'm really looking for somebody to connect on a higher level. I want to connect on an intellectual level. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that if I put it in my mouth, how far down the shaft do you think I'd be able to get before I start choking? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You want to be intellectual and stuff. If you put it in my butthole, <laughs> do you think it would you think it would hurt or do you think we should use maybe a bit of lube or something like that if we were gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You know, it's and problem with, you know, I do these shows because I enjoy talking and you know I enjoy talking about my dick. I, Fancy myself as very intelligent, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking, "What am I doing this for?" Well, you know, here, yeah. There is a very fine line between exploitation and prostitution, you know, and I concern myself with that. And I think I've been on the right side, you know. Mm. I mean, but what about what about romance and the ladies? What about <laughs> now, now? She's interested again. She's brushing her hair away. She tried to speak again, but what about? But what about if, uh, when it's erect, is the, does the throbbing, uh, when it throbs in the vagina, uh, can the woman, does the woman say that she feels it or, um, you know, are they able, is the woman able to walk after you put it in, in the vagina or? <laughs> you know, I consider myself a very intelligent guy and it's a fine line between exploitation and prostitution. And, you know, sometimes in the back of my head, I'm just thinking, what the hell am I doing this for? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So if I touch it now, will it get erect in your pants or should we, should we have a little look at it? Should we take it out of your pants to get a proper look? 
Should we do, should we do, you know, backstage, you know, uh, did you know, did you see the dressing rooms when you come in? Well, mine's got the pink star on the front of, on the door there. Did you want to come back and, 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 and tell me more about how you like to make, uh, you know, emotional connections? Would you like to tell me about the book that you're writing or, or penis or whatever? Is it about that big, is it? Or <laughs> how big is it really? I, I don't believe you. I think I'm going to have to see it. I think I'm, you're going to have to let me have a look. Finding long-lasting love. I try not to worry about it because everybody has the same problem. I realized that that wasn't the problem, that this wasn't the problem. The fact is that um, having things come easy to me because of it has made me sort of, and I'm going to be use a very harsh term for myself, lazy. Right. You know, I... Right. I'll, I... <laughs> See, again, she's not even fucking listening to this guy. I've become lazy. Yeah, 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 lazy. Do you like uh, to be on top or what's your, do you like a doggy style, do you? Or what would you say is the best position to get as much of the penis in the vagina as you possibly can get? Was it, what would you say it would be? Like, because I'm trying to imagine, I'm trying to think about, you know, sort of where I would put myself, like if I would be on the bottom or when it goes in, does it hurt much or? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Having things come easy to me because of it has made me sort of, and I'm going to be use a very harsh term for myself, lazy. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I've just started putting the effort into forwarding myself rather than having it given to me, which is, you know, if you see old pictures of me, you know, like I said, when I crashed, I gained a lot of weight. Mm. Then I had to work out and, you know, and then I crashed again, you know. Yeah. And mm, now, mm, you know, this is the yeah. first time I'm wearing contact lenses, you know, because... This is like I said. I'm moving forward, and I may be a lot older than I was, but it's, to me, it's better late than never. I feel like a teenage, you know, a teenager who's suddenly becoming an adult. If you could, if you could have your life. If you could uh, say, um, you know, if you could say to a woman, uh, "I'd like to Roger you in the back passage," would you say it to me, or like, am I the kind of girl that you would say that to, or? If you could say uh, something to, just say that you were on a breakfast TV show with a blonde host, and you were talking about your large penis, would 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 you say to the blonde host, say, uh, what hotel you're staying in, or would that be something that you'd say? <laughs> Joy of Fessy with the diamond, but can he put it in his own bum? <laughs> Very strange question there from Joy of Fessy. <laughs> again and just have a regular normal sized penis would <laughs> would you do it no absolutely not if you could if you could have your life again and just have a regular normal sized penis would you no because uh, on the other hand, she's gonna i bet she smiles and i know what I, I i you know this is me you know i when i look down on myself i don't see anything special but i still enjoy you know having something special <laughs> you know every yeah. every person yeah does. Mm. what sort of There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The poker face. Don't want no short dick man. Don't want no short dick man. Don't want no short dick man. Isn't that wonderful? That, like everything else we refer to tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be in the show notes. I can't believe we did that for like 45 minutes, but that just... I watched that video before, and I, I wasn't even listening to the guy. I was just cracking up at her reactions and her little tells. 
her little giggles, her little gasps, the things that she would say. And especially when she she, she measured it out with her hands. <laughs> that was I, I lost it. I was on the fucking floor in tears. I'm like, what are you doing? You're on television. <laughs> You're not supposed to illustrate the length of his penis with your hands. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's do one more thing, shall we? Let's catch up. Let's catch up with Toddles. Now, I've got two videos here. We're going to catch up with the Toddster to see us out on a Friday night. Don't forget, 9 p.m. tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Irrational Times, 10 p.m. Nightwave Radio. And at midnight, follow Joy of Pessy. I'll be joining Joy of Pessy and the Joy Boys for Friday night, higher learning. Looking forward to that. So we're going to catch up with Toddles. Remember the guy who danced in front of the window? <clears throat> Remember the knife thrower? Our knife-throwing friend, Toddles. So there's two options here. <clears throat> One is Toddles in the kitchen. <laughs> Fascist hippie, 45 minutes wasn't enough. <laughs> that was a good clip. Huh? One from the vault back in 2013. And it, and it takes somebody who's like an autistic observer of people's reactions and stuff like myself to actually see that and <laughs> think that we could spend an hour talking about it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm a very strange individual. Ah, so we've got two options here. We've got the cooking or we've got Toddles saying that he wants to run for president. Now, I have a preferred option. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but it, 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 I'm going to tell you. I would rather watch the one of Toddles in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I would like you to see the way he cooks. Because remember, it's supposed to be a cooking channel, what he does. And we haven't actually watched him using his craft yet. We haven't watched the skills because he's a bit of a loser and a bit of a bum and a bit of a creep and a bit of a weirdo and a bit disgusting. But because he, he does uh, clips with his shirt off, he drinks warm beer, he has throwing knives, right? He does weird stuff. But if you put all of that aside, the whole point of this guy's channel is that he does food. So maybe he's a fucking amazing cook, right? Maybe we can excuse the other behaviour because he's such a genius in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Really, he cooks, does he? He cooks, does he? Yes, yes, yeah, great. Would you say when you put the penis in the vagina, does it does it get hard right away, or what do the women you what do the women you've had sex? What do they say? Do they what does it, what do they say it feels like when it goes in the vagina? Do they like it or? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, you're doing writing a book about cooking and stuff, eh? Yeah. Would you say that the the tip of the penis is like an apple or an orange? Is it about that big? Would you say is it it's about the size of it? Is it or yeah? Is it hard to get an anus or what? What, what do women normally say? Like if I touched it now, would it get hard or? <laughs> So press one in the chat if you want to see Toddles cooking. Press two in the chat if you want to see Toddles running for president. I'll let you decide. I've been to the top of Mount Everest. I 
Looking like the ones mainly have it. What do you know? Number one it is. Let's see the cooking. Who knows? Maybe he is an absolute genius in the kitchen. I want to know. I want to see. Can he do it? It is a cooking show after all. Let's see what he can do. Ladies and gentlemen, I present the great toddles. Video unavailable. What, you motherfucker? No, don't you dare. Don't you dare. No! Oh, no. After all that build-up. <laughs> He's deleted it. He's taken it down. See, that's a lesson. Always, always, always download the video and make a copy. See, now I'm going to have to... <laughs> Now I'm going to have to try and find another one very quickly because you have to see this guy cook. All right. Let's go into the archive here. What do you know? It looks like his whole channel has been taken down. Well, one of them anyway because he's got a few of them. Okay, I'm looking through I'm looking through his videos. Okay, it's there. I can see it. Okay, all right, we're back. It's all right. It's all good. We've rescued the situation. So he has multiple channels for some reason. And the channel that I had the video on, he it was the channel's been removed for some reason, but I've put the new he's put the new he's put the video up on a different channel. So we've we've still got it. So okay, let's go. Let's have a look. Let's see what kind of a cook this guy is. I'm looking forward to this. After that little false start, let's rock and roll. Cuz he might All be right, a genius. <clears throat> I'm going to do pizza. Pizza. Uh, I don't want nice. cornmeal, but no <clears throat> pizza a staple. You know, if I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, it would probably be pizza. Just putting that out there. I do, you know, I love a steak. I love a spit roast. But if I if I had to just have one, it would probably be pizza. I love myself a good pizza pie. Normally, so I'm very much looking forward to this. Let's have a look at this guy's pizza magistry, wizardry in the kitchen. Put cornmeal down there on the bottom. What is it? Uh, I don't got no. This is all I got right here is pita. <laughs> well, we're not we're not off to a good start. <clears throat> cornmeal pita bread. Okay, well, maybe he can turn this into something amazing. Maybe he can turn this into something special. You know, I've been known myself from time to time to go into a kitchen where there isn't something obvious to cook and just go through the pantry, go through the fridge and whip up something that's fucking amazing, just with the little bits and pieces that I find around the kitchen. So maybe this guy can do it too. He is the, he is the professional after all. I'm just an amateur. Down there on the bottom. Uh, I don't got no, this is all I got right here is pita. I'm doing pita pizza. Pita pizza. My mom won't let me do regular pizza because the flour is too messy, so. <clears throat> yes, you heard that correctly. He said, my mum won't let me do regular pizza because the flour is too messy. Mum doesn't let him do it. Because mum runs the house. That's right.
he lives in he lives with his mum, which is fine, you know, whatever. I'm not here to judge. But mum said he's not allowed to do it. Fascist <laughs> if he's like, wait, what? Yes. He's not allowed to cook regular pizza. He's not allowed. He's been banned. Banned by mum from cooking regular pizza because it's too messy. So he has to do, he can only do pita bread pizza, nice and small and controlled. A controlled pita pizza. Limit the damage around the kitchen, you see. Very important. Because so, you have to use flour to make dough. But, yeah. uh, so I'm not allowed to do that, so I'm just using pita pizza. I love the fact that this guy has a cooking channel on YouTube and he's not allowed, he's banned by his own mother from actually cooking real pizza. <laughs> but, Mom, it's a cooking channel. Mom, I'm doing a cooking show. No, Todd, I told you before. No flour dough in the kitchen. You're a dirty, dirty boy. You're not allowed to do it. <laughs> but, uh, basically. He's setting the fire. He's setting the smoke alarm off already. He hasn't even done anything yet. <laughs> we haven't even started, and the fire alarm's going off. What's going on in this house? Okay, so pretend I have the dough. I flatten it out. I play okay. with the dough. You know, pretend I. <laughs> Wait, we have to pretend in the audience. We have to pretend that it's pizza dough. <laughs> what is this pizza pan? You've just got to imagine the pizza. Think happy thoughts. Think happy thoughts, Peter. But I can't fly. You've got to picture your happy place. you got to imagine the pizza dough. <laughs> okay. All right. Suspend. Come on, guys. Try it. Try and work with him here. Suspend disbelief. You have to imagine that this is pizza dough, okay? Once you imagine that this is pizza dough, it's going to be very easy to see that this is a pizza. Let's go. You know, I flip the dough up in there. Yep. You know, it's like to do... Um, Remember, this is a cooking show. Hand-tossed, you know, pizza? Yep. So picture, let's pretend this is the regular dough. <laughs> let's pretend this is regular dough. <laughs> i, I got to be honest with you here. If it was that easy, I think that anybody could do a cooking show, right? Like you could just put a bowl of literal human shit on the counter and say, just just pretend like it's chocolate ice cream. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Brad in the chat says, the stove looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it's a little dirty. It's a little, I don't know if it's rust or like uh, food stuff stuck to the hot plate, but it's whatever's going on there, it probably needs a bit, a little, little bit of uh, Mr. Sheen. You know what I mean? So basically at this point, what you want to do is you want to put, put your little oil on top. Put a little oil on it. Yep. On the on the on the pizza dough. <laughs> I'll just sit the camera down here, right next to the microwave, so you can get a nice good view, a nice close up view of the side of the microwave on the cooking show. This is great. So we can't actually see what he's doing, but that's fine. You just you just imagine it. You just imagine that he's putting oil on the on the pizza dough. So it's make believe pizza dough and make believe oil going on the make believe pizza dough. Okay.
All right. All right. Got the oven already heating up. <laughs> Scott Vogler in the chat. This is visceral and raw. <laughs> Uh, a simple way to do this in a quick, in a quick way. Yeah, do know, it quickly. Yeah. Do this. Time is oh, important. There's very hungry people, very hungry people out there waiting for their pizza, Todd. Just on there. Just imagine you're in a busy kitchen. Just imagine that you're working in a very busy pizza restaurant, a very popular one. Ray's Original Pizza. Just imagine it. So we've got an imaginary kitchen with an imaginary pizza dough and an imaginary chef. Some people put a little sugar. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a little bit of salt on there. A little bit of salt on there. Good, good. Boom, pizza. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Next, I'm going to take this. He is making magic, says Daryl in the chat. I'm going to go ahead and put a little bit of uh, tomato juice. Tomato juice. Tomato so, juice. Right. I'm going to put a little ketchup in there because I don't have uh, paste. I, I, I guess we're just going to have to imagine that it's tomato paste as well. <laughs> so he's mixing tomato juice with ketchup. <laughs> All right. Are you keeping up at home? So we've got imaginary pizza dough <laughs> and imaginary paste going on the imaginary pizza dough. <laughs> you just have to pretend. Just pretend like it's tomato paste. This is just a yep. way to do pizza sauce if you're in a hurry. Yeah, no, it's it's not a way to do a pizza sauce if you're in a hurry, sir. I'm sorry to say, this is not a way to do pizza sauce. This is how to mix tomato juice with ketchup. <laughs> That's all you're doing. You're not making pizza sauce. <laughs> Cabaret in the chat. I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> See the ketchup's gonna or ketchup's gonna thicken it up a little. Yeah, yeah. Mix it up. Oh my god. If you want, you can add sugar, brown sugar, whatever. He keeps saying if you want to add, you can. If you want to add, if you want to add, but he's not adding anything. If you want to add brown sugar to the, why you would do that, I'm not sure. If you want to add brown sugar to the tomato juice and ketchup, you can do that. Well, I could probably, I could probably put arsenic in it if I wanted to. That's not the point. Will it taste better? That's generally why you add things in a recipe. I could put anthrax in this make-believe pizza sauce if I wanted to. Is it going to make it better? It'll maybe, it'll maybe end the pain. Garlic. Henry St. George Tucker bumper politics in the chat. He's insane. <laughs> oregano. I don't got oregano right now, so I'm just going to show you a simple question. <laughs> you could add oregano. I don't have any oregano. <laughs> He's got no, he's got, are we keeping up? He's got no pizza dough. Well, he's not allowed to make pizza dough. Mum said it's too messy with the flour and stuff. So he's not allowed to make real pizza dough. So he has to, Monica in the chat, just buy a pizza. So he has to make his pizza with pizza. So we have to pretend like the pita bread is pizza dough. Okay. He doesn't have any tomato paste. So now we have to pretend that the tomato juice and ketchup is tomato paste. He also doesn't have any oregano to put in the tomato paste. So we have to pretend like he puts oregano. I'm starting to wonder why he decided to do a cooking video of a particular recipe of which he has not one of the actual ingredients. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, 
enjoy Fessy, but the pita is already baked, Boogie. I know, he was tapping his spoon on it. It was like hard as a rock. It was like hitting concrete. He's going to double bake the bread. And so it's going to be like a crusty brick of dough by the time he's finished. But what, what's the point of doing a cooking segment if you don't actually have any of the ingredients for the thing that you're cooking? I don't understand why he did this. What's the point of this? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are going to be cooking. Welcome to the Daily Boogie Chef series, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my kitchen here at the Daily Boogie household. Uh, Today we're going to do a very exciting recipe, something that's been passed down to me through the generations in our family after my great-great-grandfather did a tour for the English Empire in India. And he was stationed in a small village. He got on very well with the villagers. And there was a matriarch in this village. And she was the cook. She cooked for the whole village. And my great-great-grandfather was lucky enough to be led into the kitchen and see this recipe made. It is a very traditional Indian ragu. And it's been passed down through the generations. So I'm going to cook for you today on the show a, a an authentic, old-fashioned, home-cooked uh, Indian ragu. A very, very old recipe. A very special recipe. Now, let's get started here. I don't have any of the ingredients, so you're just going to have to imagine what I'm doing. Um, okay, so I don't have any goat's legs, so don't worry about that. Uh, I don't have any salt. I don't have any curry powder. I don't have any curry paste. I don't have any cumin. I don't have any spices at all. So you're just going to have to imagine it. And you just open a tin of baked beans and put it in a bowl. There you have it. The Boogie Bumper Family uh, Historic Ragu. And it's just a tin of baked beans. Yes, I know. It's, it looks a little different than what you'd expect a ragu to look like, but you just have to imagine that it's a ragu. I think Henry St. George Tucker Bumper is right. I, I think this guy is insane. Quick way to do pizza. It's Minus a quick way to do pizza. And herbs. Of course, you could do pepperoni, mushrooms, sausage, whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Apply the sauce. On here with the oil. <laughs> it's not sauce. It's tomato juice and ketchup. Like such. It's doing it on the sink too, by the way. Go ahead. And Jenny, so it's basically pantomime. Exactly. <clears throat> spread it around. <laughs> After it's done cooking, I'll show you what it looks like. Oh, I can't wait. So I got the sauce applied on there. Yeah. Uh, pans yep. greased. Yeah. Just laying it on a little thick, sauce isn't he? A little more? Yeah, a little more tomato juice on your pita bread? Just a quick way to do pizza sauce. It's a quick way to do pizza sauce. <laughs> it's one there's way of putting it. There's all sorts of different ways you can do. Yeah, there's all, he says, there's all sorts of ways you can do pizza sauce. Yeah. One way would be to do pizza sauce. Another way would be to use tomato juice for some reason. <laughs> because you're mentally ill. That would be another way of doing it. There's a right way, and then there's the Todd way. Sauce, there's no right or wrong. You could even use... No, Todd, there most definitely is a right and wrong. (laughs) There's no right and wrong way to do pizza sauce. Yes, there is. If if you're pouring tomato juice onto the base of the pizza, that's the wrong way to do tomato, to do uh, pasta sauce, mate. (laughs) There's no right or wrong way to do uh, pizza sauce. Uh, Todd, I'm sorry to interrupt. There is most definitely a wrong way to do pasta sauce. The way you're doing it is wrong. 
That's not pasta. That's not pizza sauce. Pardon me. That's the wrong way to do pizza sauce. <laughs> There's no wrong regular way. Regular ragu or prego, regular spaghetti sauce. Yeah, put more on it. Regular spaghetti uh, so sauce. Basically, uh, after this, put a little garlic salt on there. little garlic uh, salt, yeah. Uh, have we got garlic salt or do we have to imagine garlic it? Garlic flavor. Okay, we've actually got garlic salt. On yeah, there. loaded on there. Now, at this point, I'm going to get my cheese. Get the cheese, huh? What is it? Is it just tomato juice with cheese on it? Is that is that it? Are we going to get any other toppings on here or what? Is it just tomato juice and cheese on bread? The fuck is going on? Mozzarella provolone. What I'm going to use though is provolone. Provolone. I mean, come on. The one thing that you could do would be to put mozzarella on this fucking abortion of a pita pizza or whatever the hell you call it that we have to imagine is good. <laughs> Bessie in the chat. This better be normal cheese. No, it's not. <laughs> it's fucking provolone, whatever the fuck that is. It's, it, sounds like a, it sounds like the stuff that you would use to clean the sink after you've done cooking. Provolone. Is that what it is? I don't know. I've never even heard of that cheese. Let alone put it on a fake pizza. Yeah, he chose not to use mozzarella. Exactly. <laughs> Again, what's with this camera placement? <laughs> provolone is good. People are saying provolone is good. Okay, I don't know. Does it have another name? I've never fucking heard of it. Maybe, maybe us uh, peasants down here in Australia, we don't eat that shit. You know what I mean? Todd, can we at least see what you're doing here? Like, you know, there are, he says that there's no right and wrong way of doing it, but there are a couple of ground rules when it comes to a cooking show. One of the basics when it comes to doing a cooking show is you pretty much, you need to see what's actually taking place on the dish itself. You need to see things happening. Having a view of the kitchen cleaning products and your medicine basket with all of his medication in it, that's really not giving us much of an, you know, an idea of what's actually taking place with the dish. He's <laughs> dead Jedi in the chat. He's protecting the craft. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take a piece of provolone. What's he doing with it? Put it like that. <laughs> That'll do me. That'll do me. <laughs> just, just slapping the big slice of cheese on it. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Perfect fit. It's not Perfect. It was destiny. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take another piece. Problem. Yep. Two pieces. Because you can't have not enough cheese, right? I'll take that paper off of it. Yeah, take the paper off. That's important. Take the other piece of provolone, slap it on like this. Slap it on. There we go. Mm hmm. Take my last piece of provolone. You can't, you can't over cheese. Come through with it. The Reefer Reaper in the chat. That's a McDonald's level alignment. He's got a future. In the middle. 
<laughs> He's good. using deli cheese. Where's it going? Boost the heat uh, temperature up 20 minutes. Right. Uh, about 400, 450, about 400. Okay. Now, remember, the bread is already baked. The bread's already, like, rock hard. He hit it, he hit it with the spoon before, and it sounded like, you know, somebody bashing two rocks together. So this is going to be fun. Well, you guys know when it's done. So do we get a video of when it's done? Like, what's the next video in the segment here? Do we get an... All right. Because that's where it ends. That's where it ends. He doesn't end up actually showing us what happens to the fucking pizza. Todd. Todd, you're, su you're supposed to... <laughs> Todd, when you do a cooking show, there's there's three steps, right? There's three stages. One is, you know, discussing the ingredients, discussing the recipe and how you put it all together. Two is the method, like, so you show everybody how you're making it and then you pop it in the oven. And then number three is the reveal where you take it out of the oven and you, and you take a bite and you go, oh, it's so fucking good. Look at this. It's amazing. <laughs> he just puts it in the oven and that's it. That's we got to imagine. People in the chat are like, what a ripoff. I guess we just have to imagine the whole process now. He said we have to imagine the pita bread is actually real pizza dough, so we did that. We had to imagine that the, the tomato juice and ketchup was actually uh, pizza sauce. We had to imagine that. We had to imagine oregano going into the pizza sauce. And I guess now we have to imagine the final product as well. So from beginning to end, yeah, he isn't allowed to use the oven either, Boogie. Exactly. He was using the fucking toaster. <laughs> so from beginning to end, Toddles with his imaginary pizza recipe. And just a quick reminder, that is a cooking channel, by the way. So that video, like everything else we referred to tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be in the show notes. That's it. That'll do us for another week on The Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us on a Friday night, the Friday night chill stream. It's been an absolute pleasure. Don't forget, later tonight, 9 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, Irrational Times, Cousin Dan versus the other guy in the trivia sensation known as Irrational Times' Friday night. So check him out on his YouTube channel. After that, Nightwave at 10 p.m. And then after Nightwave, around midnight, uh, Joy of Pessy and the Joy Boys and yours truly will be getting together to learn how to fuck with people's minds on this week's edition of Higher Learning. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'll see you in about four hours from now. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everyone who contributed on DLive tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to tell me about your homemade pita pizza, which we have to imagine, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow our friends, uh, Why Censored, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday night, 8 p.m., uh, The Sunday Night Shit Show with Frozen Asian, uh, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, of course, in the chat, Iceman4433, uh, and anyone else I might have forgotten. Thank you so much. Until later tonight on Joy of Pessy's station, I'll see you then. But for, for us here on The Daily Boogie, uh, I'll be back Monday at 6 p.m. Until then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. I'll open the chest right now, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>